hang on now. Yeah. This is Kyle and EJ, and they kicked me out of my own office for their podcast. Enjoy. Wow, this is uh, Kyle and EJ. They're yelling at me for a good intro right now. It's not going great. Uh, enjoy their podcast. Okay. Smile later. <laughs> All right, welcome back to the Back Office Podcast. I'm EJ, he's Kyle. Uh, I think this is the third unofficial one. Yeah, this is the third one I think we've recorded, but this oh. will be the first one we release. Are we going to actually post this one? Yeah, I'll post this one. Okay. Uh, I talked to all the hosting sites and everything. We're good. Oh, we're good. Got yeah, royalties. You got the confirmation? Yeah, we're good. All right, it is uh, Thursday the 6th, also the NBA trade deadline day. Um, me and Kyle were just talking about it off the record, and not really much happened. Yeah, other than um, Andre Drummond getting traded for um, bag of rocks, bag of rocks, a Buffalo Wild Wings gift card, um, which I would actually take. Uh, yeah, it was it was pretty uneventful. I don't really think there was anything too crazy. I think the cool part about this NBA year is there's a bunch of really good teams in contention, but no one's a super team, so they weren't all kind of trying to go crazy to make that huge move. Yeah, no super team, um, pretty diverse, and there really wasn't any quote-unquote superstar on the market, right? Mm-hmm. They're never even from the beginning. I mean, you could say Drummond was probably the best player traded. Yeah. Him or Marcus Morris, which is funny. It's two <sighs> former Pistons. I'd rather have Drummond than Marcus Morris. Uh, Drummond's been an all-star. And yeah. all, all I think he was all-NBA third team once, too. Yeah, one time. I mean, I don't... One either time. way. There's, we're talking about Andre Drummond and fucking Marcus Morris. It's not really a huge... <laughs> huge fucking big deal. It's not like the the trade year that uh, it, I don't know. I don't know. Either. Big dudes get traded. Um, it is also the week after the Super Bowl. How was your Super yeah. Bowl viewing experience? So my Super Bowl viewing experience was pretty great. We went to Louis Pizza and just smashed right. some deep dish pizza. Um, you watched the game there? No, we watched the game at uh, the American Legion. And, oh, in Berkeley, dollar beers, and so it was dollar beers. Oh. My dad immediately walked in and requested two buckets of Miller Lite, which is pretty solid. Um, and the things that I noticed, so the American Legion is really, it's just it's your type of place, yep. first of all. But it's a bunch of uh, middle aged white people for the most part um, hanging out and watching football and all drinking beers and buckets of beers. They had Cheap a, beers. they had a soup cook-off challenge in the back going on that they were just randomly announcing the winners of the whole fucking time. And they'd be like, Italian wedding soup for Teresa. And everyone would be like, yeah. Um, but it was, I mean, it was a weird experience because that's one of the first times in a long time I've watched the Super Bowl with no sound on. Like just solely taken in. Oh, they didn't have it piping through the... Uh, no, television. no. They just played music. And it was so, it was weird. Yeah, it was like a weird that. move. It was a weird move. But it was, it was a... Have you ever watched the Super Bowl with with no sound? Uh, or just the, a big game? Uh, I've watched this Super Bowl. Well, finish your Super Bowl experience, and I'll and I'll share okay, mine because yeah, mine yeah. absolutely fucking sucked. <laughs> oh yeah, you have a you do have a unique one. Um, it was really interesting because you don't really understand the context of any of the commercials, and yep. so you're seeing those. And in the beginning of the game. You know, I was just sitting there going, cool, it's a good game. It doesn't look like it's going to be this the shitty Patriots-Rams uh, game we watched last year. And uh, there's there's no context, really. Like, you're not get, you don't understand. Like, if you check Twitter, you don't know why everyone's freaking out about certain stuff, which in a way is kind of good. Yeah. Um, and then the halftime show, 
is just buck wild because you have no <laughs> fucking clue what's going on. And all I'm doing, and I'm I'm with you know all these forty three to to sixty two year old people and when Shakira and JLo show up and are just like bending over going nuts I'm the only one just going yeah <laughs> keep it going and like just trying to egg everyone on but that was it like there wasn't a big moment and then just kind of as the game got better and better towards the end I'm just sitting there kind of being the only one paying attention going holy fuck like they just came back down from 10 yeah. and no one's really reacting so that was kind of like my weird Super Bowl experience it was it was strange, but good. Yeah, my Super Bowl experience was uh, getting up at 6 a.m. Super Bowl Sunday and sure. working. Uh, and then the Pistons game went into overtime. And then after that game, we got on a flight where I was able to watch all the pregame stuff and uh, bringing out the top NFL top 100 oh, players. Yeah, that, yeah, that, yeah. that thing was awesome. I just can't believe they didn't bring out OJ. Yeah, weird. <laughs> I don't understand why they wouldn't. Why'd they even fucking put him on the list? Dude, I don't know. That's just asking for a failure. You know. You I mean? know. Like, like he might have been, but like you're just why isn't OJ there? Yeah, I I can't. Are they just gonna flaunt him out for the next like in two hundred in two hundred years of the NFL somehow still around? Are they like, whatever whatever happened to that OJ Simpson guy? <laughs> we bumped him out of the top one hundred, man. Couldn't couldn't <laughs> put him in there anymore. Couldn't justify it. Damian Williams played too well in the Super Bowl. <laughs> yeah, that was uh, fucking weird. So uh, so I watched that and then. I get on a bus to go to the hotel okay. in, Mem- in Memphis, Tennessee, in Memphis, Tennessee. Of all places. You so, know like, I mean? what's the vibe like? Well, so they have this uh, strip, I'd say it's block, block and a half called Beale Street, but yeah, it's all live right. music yeah. you know, and barbecue and stuff. But they don't have a sports bar. There's a Hooters down the block. So a uh, bunch of us ended up staying in the hotel bar and watching it because it was pretty empty. Oh, really? And it absolutely fucking sucked. What was so bad about it? So I'll show you this photo right here. We'll post it on our social media if we ever decide <laughs> to make one. But look at this. Okay, so I'm, I'm seeing. I'm, I'm currently showing reach. Kyle um, uh, Kyle the view for my uh, my Super Bowl viewing. Okay, so it's two older white women sitting together, and there's a, about a 24 inch TV. 24 inch TV. So there was a 24 inch <laughs> TV, probably 15 feet in front of me, raised up above the bar, uh, and then there was one to the left of that, probably 10 feet, and only the one to the left of that had audio. So I wasn't even oh really the TV I was watching didn't even have audio. Okay, yeah, that looks terrible. And and the worst thing too is most hotel bars are, hotel bars are real inconsistent, um, and you don't know how quality everything is that you're getting to. So you can't even probably did you were you at least able to get a good drink? So oh yeah, the, I was I was shocked because there was a uh, there was probably about twelve of us that were that okay, we yeah. all traveled there that were there together, and then you know the bar was full of a bunch of couples or you know two or three people here and there and there's only one waitress i was like really it's super bowl sunday and you're gonna have one bartender slash waitress but she ended up doing good and you know i had a couple beers and that was fine i didn't eat any food i just i figured i'd just shovel a bunch of shit in my mouth so i didn't have to buy any hotel bar food because that was kind of our plan all along yeah like there's no bar to go to it's it's always weird and the super bowl is another one of these experiences where when you have one of those moments alone Almost, you were with people, but it's kind of on your own. Yeah. And like when your birthday doesn't go well and you're just kind of alone, you're like, yeah. but this is a day that's supposed to be amazing and it's turned out shitty. Like, yeah, what it's the horrible. Fuck? <laughs> it's like, I, I can't describe how bad it was. I think I considered at one point, like I thought about if the Lions were playing, how pissed off I'd be if oh. I was watching. And I think that I would... I would have just sat in my hotel room and watched it by myself. I actually, I've, have you ever done that before? Kind of like just sat and watched the Super Bowl alone like no. that? My freshman year of college, 
I was at Western Michigan, and all I did for this it was which was funny because it was the Patriots Giants Super Bowl, the the big Super Bowl, mm-hmm. the when they were trying to go nineteen and zero, and I just sat alone order pizza and watch the whole game to myself and i after was like i'm really fucking glad i just did that because yeah. that was incredible it's, it's almost better sometimes i i'm a big proponent of going to the bar to watch big games yeah because i just think the atmosphere is better but if it's a, if it's a game that's important like if michigan state's playing in the elite eight or the final four or something and someone's like oh bar, hell yeah, I'll go. oh, yeah, I, don't, yeah. I don't really give a shit but if like the Lions are playing in a big game. At the last place I want to go to is where I want to sit there on my big ass seventy five inch TV, <laughs> buy beer in the fridge, go to the bathroom whenever I want, order a pizza, something. No, it's I, not because I think when you go there, you don't pick up as much because you're then you know people are talking. You're so you got to be social a little bit, especially if yeah. you go with women. If you're at home and you're watching the game with with your girlfriend or her friends or whatever. They won't say a word. You'll go in the corner. Yeah. No, but you're at the bar. They want to talk. Oh, do you want a drink? Oh, we should get this. Do you want to get an appetizer? Get the, the fuck away. It's the same as anytime you look around uh, an arena or like a baseball stadium. And the thing that always cracks me up is, you know, if your girl or, or whoever pressures you to, you know, get tickets to the game, they really want to go to the game. But really all they want to do is take an Instagram photo. 100%. And you'll always do my favorite shit to look around when I'm working at the arena is to look around and you just see the dude intently, almost like elbows on knees, kind of staring at the game and actually watching the game. The girl's on her phone the whole time. The whole it's time. almost always was happening. And that's not the case for every single thing. I'm sure there's reversed roles in that scenario but that's one of my favorite things to look around and see and that's why it's the, the comparison i almost make uh that you kind of just reminded me of is is going to the movie theater mm-hmm. um there's some movies you want to see in the theater and you're like oh man i gotta yeah. see that like big screen i gotta do that and then there's others you're like i know i can watch that just at home alone i gotta be kind of laser focused into it and that's it and that's kind of the comparison i would almost think of because it's the Super Bowl is like is such a weird co-opted now American experience where just fucking everyone gets together and does shit, but like half the people don't give a fuck. <laughs> it, it really is crazy how people just glom onto the Super Bowl and how it just becomes a day that's one hundred and ten percent about football, and it just sucks that it's over. Did you? Oh, yeah, I know. And you? And I didn't get that experience. I know. It's and now football's done. Now football's done unless RIP. we decide to. Become a giant XFL fans. Yeah. I saw they're going to have like a gambling expert. Dude, they're going to keep uh, lines and stuff on yeah. the scoreboard. I'm in. That'll okay. get me in. All right, yeah. Um, I, I, think I, I think I work Saturday night. I'll throw it on my laptop. Do you want to hit uh, – do you got any – I know you got topics. Do you want to hit those or you got any more you want to talk about the Super Bowl? Uh, no, I'm, I'm just disappointed. Just disappointed that the Super Bowl is, you know, my experience and that it's over. And I mean, we, it just sucks. I know. All right, Pete, pour one out. And here's another thing. I heard that they're going to do a vote on a 17th game. Fuck that shit. Just keep it at 16. I know. If they do a lockout for a 17th game, that shit's so fucking dumb. I'm going to lose my mind. Get rid of at least three preseason games. I would be fine with a 17th game if you get rid of two preseason games. Yeah, 100%. Two preseason games and then a 17-game schedule that I'm in. No, I know. Because there's no, I, no one gives a fuck about preseason anyway. Guys always get hurt. Then it starts all these debates about this dude got hurt in fucking preseason no one gives a fuck. And no one plays. How many games did Matt? How many snaps did Matt Stafford take this year in preseason? I think he played like the third game, and that was it. Exactly. That's useless. Let him play one quarter in game yeah, two, and he's fine. Right. He's yeah. Um, the 
just in case you forgot about this, you did. We did have a conversation about. I just took some notes on Super Bowl party uh, guests. Yeah, let's the, do it. And the type of guests that there are. Um, so I just these are the guys that I wrote down. Tell me how you feel about them. Um, there's always that like you guy. Want th- you want a thumbs up, thumbs down, and a reason why? You can just get just whatever rapid okay. react rapid to them. Um, there's always there's always the guy who clearly like didn't watch football all year, but heard some shit on the pregame. And that, then repeats kind of back what he what he heard. You know what I'm talking that about? That is my least favorite man of all time. <laughs> He's always that guy that's like, hey, you know, whoever turns this game's gonna be a battle about the turnovers. Hundred percent. You and you know he doesn't know anything. He's like the guy that's like, oh, those lions, dude. They just you know the, the damn refs, dude. <laughs> like that guy, come on, dude, get out of here. I know. You are my least favorite human being. He's wearing a fucking time. cardigan yep, to the, a Super Bowl the, party. Oh, I I have a former coworker where it just <laughs> rings right in my head. <laughs> But I always that dude drives me crazy. Oh my god! He Double repeats, thumbs down. Dude. He repeats some fucking talking point that you're just like, all right, dude. We dude, get it's it. like he listened to Channel Nine Five yeah. Five earlier in the day, and then yeah. they got fucking someone's opinion, some He's, DJ's opinion. Hey, did you know uh, uh, Jimmy Garoppolo used to play on the Patriots? Yeah. And you're like, oh, that's good job there, Jim. Um, the <laughs> Double thumbs down. There's there's uh, the guy I love who, if you're at more of a, a traditional party, it's the guy who spent the whole time making food and didn't. Mm-hmm. You don't really see him. Like yeah. he's always kind of in the kitchen. Like the low key MVP. That guy, exactly. Yes. The guy that's willing to give up his yeah. football. That guy's a true American hero for everybody else. Yeah. Yes. That's, his victory is at the end of the game when he gets to sit down and have. When that he beer. sits down, has that beer. Yeah. He probably DVR'd the game and then rewatches it. Um, there's the people only there for the commercials. They're only commenting about the commercials. That's it. Yeah. That's kind of all I think about. Whatever. Um, the guy explaining uh, football to a woman whether she wants to or not know about it, and he's sitting there explaining nickel coverage and how football works. There's always <laughs> that dude. I'm like, come on, man. Shut the fuck up. Don't care. Been there. How do you feel about that guy? I feel like we've all been Have there. you been that guy? Yeah. I've we've been all, that, we've guy. All been that guy. <laughs> we've all had that girl been that guy. And it just sucks because you – my problem with that is I want to give the answer appropriately, and I don't want to be that guy, but then I don't care because it doesn't matter. It's not yeah. that question's gonna be asked next year, and they're gonna yeah exactly. Um, and this guy's all right. So this next guy, he's kind of a close relative to a pregame guy, mm-hmm. but it's uh, the guy who says they gotta go for it here. It's that guy who's just always just oh man, they gotta go for it here. But it's like you know fourth down and they're and at they're, their own in the second quarter. Thirty seconds, they're only down three. <laughs> um, and this the same as the guy who uh, says uh, this drives the game right here. Like this is it. That's kind of me. I I I'm, turn it into that guy. I'm, I'm naming I, myself in a yeah, lot of these. Yeah, I'm kind of saying that's me with the uh, the last three. Um, and that's pretty much it. Those are my not- uh, notes on a uh, Super Bowl party guests, different guys. Did you did you feel a different experience? I've never gone to a real bar to watch a Super Bowl before. Like I've always watched it at yeah. someone's house or at my house. How was? Did you overall like your experience? Not at being at a house. Uh. I like watching football with a bunch of people who care about it, mm-hmm. not really being surrounded by like, – I had no one to talk to about the game really because yeah. my dad my dad likes football, but my dad's always way more concerned with socializing than he is. You know, He's the guy who wants to go out and rip a cig uh, in the smoking lounge or uh, do whatever the fuck. And I had none of those dudes who I could just kind of sit with and just talk about the game because yeah. I'm a fucking dork and that's what I like doing. Yeah. And so that, that part of it kind of sucked. But I bet, like, if I was with you and a couple of pe- other people who gave a shit, and we were at a booth w- or something. Yeah, way, way more fun. Yeah, because that because then you can, you can bullshit and it's not as big of a deal. But 
you can still focus on the game and everyone kind of knows what's up. Yeah. Um, but yeah, those, those are kind of my, uh, Super Bowl party thoughts. I think, I think you hit all the, uh, hit all the, all the people there. Yeah. Uh, what is your go-to Super Bowl when you are at home? Your go-to food? My go-to food? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I love good pizza. Just got to have like a good it's thin crust order, pizza. It's tough to order pizza on Super yeah, Bowl Sunday. It is. Um, I love, uh, wings. Got to go wings. I know I'm really breaking a lot of fucking crazy ground here. Yeah. And then I need I need like three bowls in front of me that are pretty big that has one of each type of chip. I want like a sour like cream a and onion, a Dorito, and maybe yeah. like a traditional. Yeah. You know what I mean? My I'm a big um, go-to is a chili. I don't know. I think when we used to, as a kid, I used to always have chili when watching the Super Bowl. And that is my go-to. Chili's underrated, yeah. Chili, dude. Is it properly rated? No, it's under. It's severe. It's, it's severely underrated, and it just it just really, it's like a fall food for me, and it really just kills <laughs> yeah. me that that this whole experience of football, fall tailgates, starting to get like the perfect weather is now just gone, and we're just stuck. We're, we're stuck, stuck in the gray. We're stuck in the gray. No <clears throat> football. College basketball sucks this year. Yeah, it does. I was like, just I'm not even that. getting into it. I watched the Michigan game the other day and was like, "This no. Michigan State sucks." There's no. Well, they they don't suck, but. We're still about a month and a half away from playoff meaningful hockey and basketball. Yep. Um, And St. Paddy's Day doesn't mean anything to me anymore. No. Yeah. That's like one of the, we're actually just talking about, I think what this is coming down to is we're just sad we're getting older because uh, when you're, when you're 21, all these different things are just different excuses to party and drink. I think like what we have to transition to is becoming uh, the older guys with a little bit of expendable income that just go to Vegas for yeah. March Madness or something, like starting to become, starting to become those dudes. I think that's what's got to happen. It just really like when you're 21, like every month or every couple of weeks, it's just <laughs> something to look forward to, right? Now all I want to look forward to is good weather, and it just yeah, it feels like it's never like last year. We had uh, June sucked. June was like 60 degrees. It all was day. it was fine, dude. It fucking rained from uh, March basically to to May, and right. it's like not even like I'm excited for baseball either. No. And and that's that's the biggest bummer is is that the Super Bowl kind of signifies is it's this grand it's the big grand finale of basically the next three months essentially until you can get excited and then then you start talking yourself into draft talk yep and then you start getting excited and again then I get to re up my season tickets and you, yeah and then you go through and then, that and then the schedule gets released and I'm like oh all right start marking days on the calendar <laughs> the only positive that comes with the football ending is. Like when it's a Sunday and I got nothing going on and I can turn to my girlfriend or my mom or anyone else and be like, God, I wish a football game was on right now. Oh, yeah. I'm that guy where I will habitually state I wish a football game was on right now. Do you ever re... See, this is where I miss ESPN Classic yep. or something like Dude, that. That was something else I was going to bring. I, I was down in Florida with some buddies and they had an ESPN Classic channel because they had DirecTV. And I was like, holy shit. Oh, it still exists? It still exists. Oh, really? Yeah, I, I didn't know, know that. that. Like couple weeks ago what they have on uh it was a 1987 sec championship oh wow I who it, I think it was like arkansas or someone yeah that sounds like i don't it, know what yeah. it was and i was just like oh, should i turn this on right now um i because that's i feel like when i was a kid that's what i grew up with it's just wow i never had a chance to see that usc ucla game or the famous john elway series whatever the fuck you know yeah i missed that shit and i feel like i, I don't I don't think I have ESPN Classic, so I don't get I don't get to see that anymore. Those are some of my favorite things, and I I wish that they would be able to play old uh, 
divisional great games or great NFC. Like I would watch just the, the, I would watch a good regular season game like oh, that that yeah. Ravens uh Niners game. That was a good game earlier this year. This season. Yeah, like in the rain. Fuck yeah, yeah, put that on. The the even the Lions Eagles game in the snow like the 6 inches oh, of snow. Yeah. Cover, put that game on. Yeah. And that's that's oh, that would be a great service if you could just go and pick any it's got to exist. Any, I'm sure it does. Any game that you just kind of ever wanted to watch, I think that would be super fun. Do you think? Do you think you would watch it as? Because I look back and I'd probably get bored and be like, "Oh, I'm gonna fast forward." No, I would. You think you I'd would? come home too high, or and whatever, and be like, "Oh man, you know, I'd be pretty tight right now if I watched uh, the game Calvin Johnson broke the all-time." <laughs> I was there, no big deal. Oh, you were? I yeah, was. That's, oh, yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We talked about it on a podcast um, that we did, yeah. released. Uh, and when we finally make it big, we'll have our unreleased first podcast. That's special uh, unreleased content. Back um, off is gold. Back off is gold. Uh, All right, yeah. Dude. What else you got for us? Because okay, so this, lead, is, yeah. this is something um, I've been traveling a lot recently, and I was uh, I went to Florida a couple weeks ago for kind of a pseudo-bachelor party for my sure, buddy. Sure. Um, a couple of guys from around the country. Anyways... Uh, so I flew out Wednesday night. My flight got delayed about a half hour, 45 minutes, as soon as I got in my Uber. And I was like, fuck, I'll just go to the airport and have a couple beers. And I was sitting there at the airport, and I was like, dude, boys weekend. I don't see a lot of these guys very often. We were golfing. It's supposed to be 80 and sunny. Like, and I'm sitting there drinking a beer, and I was like, this is, this is so good. So I thought, what are your top five favorite beers? Not like Bud Light, oh, yeah. IPA, but like what are your top five, like, this is this is beer. This is good. I like this. So I thought, or not even just your favorite. You don't have to go top five unless you want. I got so five. in no particular order. Do you want me to start or do you want to start? No, go ahead. Okay. So I'm. I think we should one off each other. All right. But I think the first. Okay. So I thought about this for a while. Mm-hmm. The third tail. The third beer at a tailgate. Yep. When you wake up, because the first two you're kind of shaking off the rust. You probably went out the night before. Yeah, and you're like, oh, man. Yeah. Maybe about 20 minutes go by. You start halfway into that third one, and you're like, all right, I'm back in. Put mm-hmm. me in. Let's go. Yep. That's, that's I think, my one of my top five. Um, one of my top five is the first nice day, like weekend day of the year when it's like 70 or like oh. 65 and sunny, and it's like noon, and you're like, you start texting all the boys like we're we're getting beers. You're and on then, a patio. And then, then you're on a patio by two o'clock. Just, uh, you got you get the cool like you go full out right. You get the cooler out. You go get a bag of ice. You get a fresh case of beer. You get the umbrella up. You get the make sure the Bluetooth speaker's charged up. And you're like, let's go. Summer's right around. The Maybe corner. you drove to the store with your windows down for mm-hmm. the first time in a long time. Yep, that's a hundred percent. You know what I'm talking psyched, about? Just I had a lot of goosebumps thinking about it. Yeah, uh, that's that, no, that, I like. I that. think that's like one of my favorite beers. I I. Agree with that one. Um, I said, uh, okay, the next one I got is, um, I don't know if you ever played pond hockey, mm-hmm. but when you play pond hockey and you show up with your six pack or your 12 pack and you shove them straight in the yep. snow, you played, maybe you've been playing for like a half hour and you go and you just crack one right there. Mm-hmm. That's one of my favorite beers. If you feel no, that you don't even have to worry about the cooler, you just stick it in the mm-hmm. snow, you know, it's going to be cold. Oh, mm-hmm. man, that's a good one. Uh, another one I got is. The first beer of a golf trip. I know I don't okay, think you're golf yeah. trips, but like when you get there, it's like 10 a.m. You check in. It, that's it starts then, the vacation. And then you get like you check in and you get your cart instantly. You load all your shit up in your room, and then you're like, we got an hour. It's like I'm not taking <laughs> off. And you just crack a beer. Coolers are packed. 
you got you know you have three straight days of just weather drinking yeah booze oh, that's my that, oh, that's a good one that's my second favorite i think that's closely related to just the the first beer of the vacation that kind of signifies hey the vacation started now yep like all right we're in the hotel we just checked in i just put my suitcase down what the fuck are we gonna do i'm gonna interject you for my third this yeah. kind of coincides with all this airport beer airport that's beer? what started this it's just pre uh pre-boarding pre-boarding or, okay i don't yes. drink i don't I don't think I've ever gotten a drink on the plane. No, I never have either. Because my problem is I don't have to get a beer and oh. the pee. It's going to cost nine bucks. But just when you're sitting in there at the airport and you're sitting there, you, you get your bag next to you. you get, you're at the bar. You soak up out. So there's two seats between you and the person next to you. So you can put your bag there. You're watching whatever's on TV mm-hmm. and this, just sitting there drinking a $12 IPA. You know you're like zone two. Mm-hmm. So you got time. Um, mm-hmm. That reminds me, that's closely related to one of the best airport beers I ever had coincided with me seeing the the eventual fall of Johnny Manziel yeah. at, at, at the airport. My buddy <laughs> my buddy and I were going to Austin, Texas for work. Mm-hmm. And so our, our flight was at about 10.30 a.m. And we got to the airport around 8 and pre-boarded because we had a bunch of camera gear we were bringing. We were like, fuck it, dude. Let's go get like some 16 ounces of, you know, Blue Moon or whatever the fuck it was. And we sit down and I, he's sitting like where you are to me across yeah. across the table from me and I look and there's this dude with a hood on with an even bigger beer than I have and I was like that's fucking Johnny Manziel Wait, dude really? yeah and he this mind you they had just played Thursday night football and it was a home game in Cleveland and for some reason he was clearly circumventing the team rules by flying back just on his own and were you he, this out of Detroit's airport yeah he flew out of Detroit's airport and. I'm like, dude, don't turn around, but that's 100% Johnny Manziel. And this is like right after his second, you know, uh, substance abuse related thing. Yeah. And I was like, this dude, and it turns out this is the weekend that he basically went back to Austin and, or to College Station. To Tech College Station and got in all that trouble and essentially ended no his shit. career. <laughs> so he, so he, that was probably one of his favorite beers, his last good beer. <laughs> Right, that was his last because he's. I'm assuming that he's was his pre CFL beer. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, he would be a great person to ask. Uh, top five beers you've had mm-hmm. in your past uh, that led to terrible mistakes. Um, okay, so I got another one. Um, the one I was thinking of, uh, just just a lakeside beer when you're oh, sitting on a dock yeah. and there's yep. like a fire, maybe like ten. 12 feet away from you and mm-hmm. you can hear it kind of crackling and it's night all you hear is like those birds and maybe a couple frogs yep maybe you got some music playing those are one of my favorite beers dude i think we can just encompass having a beer by water <laughs> actually no you're preferably right. a lake other than a pool but yeah. just like hot summer day you got the you got the boat on like you know uncovered and everything you're sitting there even i love even just sitting on a boat in the water yes Docked on the dock yes. is better than anywhere else. One hundred percent. It's the motion, whatever the, the fuck motion, it is. The motion, the tunes, like that scent, that, that sun, the, the wa- scent. Yeah. People, you see all the bugs, you hear fish, and then people are driving by, and you're waving. That it's the closely related one. The only really ocean side beer I've ever had was when I was in Mexico, and my buddy and I were just walking on the beach, and they have all these just out just stands outside with stands. And stuff. So we got a couple Pacificos. Oh. I literally fell asleep under a palm tree just drinking a beer and woke up like an hour later and was like, God damn, this is a fucking life. I, <laughs> see, I'm not a big sand guy. I'll go to the beach if everyone wants to go to the beach no, and I mean, I'll have a beer, but like, I hate getting wet and getting sand in you yep. and then you have to shower yep. as soon as you get back and there's sand everywhere and 
then you got sand over your beer and you know you got little kids throwing football or kicking sand the only positive of it is that you can firmly rest your beer into the sand without worrying about it falling. so if we could we need to create something invent something like we take your shoving your six pack in the snow and then bring that to the beach somehow okay like you like a box you bring with you like a cooler like a cooler but it's like (laughs) snow you know what i mean like oh i'm in so like, I don't know how we do that other than transporting snow. ice something. I yeah. don't know, dude. Let's go on Shark Tank and pitch that shit. Yeah, Mark Cuban will probably love that. He'd though. Dude, Mark Cuban would definitely yeah. drink sand cooler beers. Sand yeah, cooler beers. 100%. What's your next one? What do you got? Um, this one's probably not relatable to most people, but I think you will relate to it. Um, when you get work, when you're done working home, like a homestand or like a long trip, like baseball oh, yeah. series, yep. and you get done with the day game and you've been just getting the shit kicked out of you for days <laughs> on it, and you're like... I'm going to go get a beer. Oh, like, yeah. I don't think after any... It's about single, 4 p.m. Yep. You just sit there. I don't think I've ever made a meal after I've got done working a home game or a road game on the road during the day and went out and made my own meal. I will go find a bar with outdoor seating and just sit there and have a couple beers. And that's... Get a couple beers. Maybe you, know you get a burger. You don't know. Whatever yeah. you pair it with. No, you're right. That is that's a top. I, I fucking love. Unrelatable that. to most people, and I don't want you to have the experience of working. You know, ten game home. Stands, but I but think that is the best. Feeling. Most people can relate to just you know maybe you just had your ass kicked. A long a long work week. Yeah. Long work day. Because it means because if you start, which is dangerous, I've been in this habit too, where you just start drinking every day after work. That's yeah. not a good good, no, not no. A good habit to get into. But if you truly feel like you earned it, there's nothing better than that week ending beer yeah, you know like, you got a couple days off for the weekends ahead of you and you're it, just dude. like let's go and yeah, <laughs> just you don't have to count you don't have to get up <sighs> okay and the so i have i do have two more mm-hmm. this one's pretty obvious so i'm not even gonna give it much time just a shower beer shower beer is you're always shower I'm, not I really, I'm not really a shower beer i tried a little bit in college you know when you're running late or you went you know you went and played basketball on a saturday and you end up staying there till six seven o'clock. it's a young man's move yeah. it's definitely like maybe you just played some pickup basketball and then you're you know shit you do when you're 21 yeah but my other one and this is more of a sentimental one but it's always good i fucking love because my dad has a sweet ass garage mm-hmm. is when i chill with my dad and we just slam yeah beers and he always has to drink out of a glass mm-hmm. i'm not that type of guy but just chilling and you like drink a beer with your dad or someone like that yeah and just chill and you just kind of catch up and shoot the shit yeah i like, think that's always i get one. that with my uh my uncle and my dad sometimes we'll go on vacation about once a summer and we'll just sit around the fire and just they just let loose to some dad reason beers, yeah. yeah dad beers dad beers are good dude dad beers are good and you hear stories you never want to hear and there's there's always like, oh you know don't tell your mother this it's like <laughs> why, why would i tell her that my dad but when you when, when the story starts with don't tell your mother this story yes. or don't tell your yes. aunt or something like that that's one of my all-time favorites is the time I was drinking a beer with my dad, and he randomly told me about the time he broke into the Detroit Zoo, and they were getting chased by a security guard. So he made the decision when he was fucked up to just straight up form tackle the security guard, <laughs> and took him <laughs> down, and then they kept running. And I was like, "Oh, that's a that's a good dad beer story." Yeah. There you go. There you um, go. This one's kind of kind of like the one you said earlier, but um, just that first football beer. Ah. Oh. Hmm. Like, like the first kickoff, first like the game? First, like week one, you get down, especially like... We talking week one, NFL, or week zero, college? I'm not a big... See, like, I'm not a college guy. I'm not yet. a college guy. Yeah. When, since I went to Central, I kind of lost all my college football. Because we went to Central games, we tailgate, and yeah. then or I worked them, and I didn't really pay attention to what was going on. But like going down for us, at least going to Detroit, and yeah. just everyone's hyped up. 
The Lions are 0-0 or 1-0 or 0-1, so they're <laughs> still hoping the season. And everyone's just in a good mood. The sun's still out. It's like 9 a.m. Yes. Maybe every- you're wearing like a light jacket, maybe, mm-hmm. you know? No, you're right. That is you're breaking a- out your new Lions jacket or sweatshirt that you really want to wear. Oh, yeah. And it's a Sunday, too. Like, when the Lions started week one on a Monday, that was fun because it was Monday Night Football, but then they got the shit kicked out of them. But that's it's just a different day. Because it's – it's and you bring up a good point. Like, the thing, too, that has changed, um, when you're younger, you don't really give a fuck about drinking a beer on a Sunday. But when you get slightly older, you start to be like, oh, wow, I'm kind of sad, like, if I'm just drinking a beer just because it's Sunday in yeah. the middle of the day. But that's one of the things that I truly enjoy because there's still hope in that glass too mm-hmm. <laughs> while you're drinking it yeah. maybe you got the new bud light uh line with the lions, of with the lions <laughs> logo on it because it goes so perfectly just, with the bud it's, light it's just for some reason it's just a different beer one of the things i will say and this is com- almost unrelated but the lions logo and color scheme goes so well on the bud light can the bud light can it's, they should just keep it all here so it's yes 100 but i'm always sort of jealous of like how good the pittsburgh steelers beer looks for them, when they do the full colored, yeah. it's a black and yellow. I think that looks great. There is, there is something about like seeing like I was the Arizona Cardinals logo sticks out to me. Yeah, just how it's like that red and the yep. black, and how yeah. it just looks different on the can. That's that's one of the things that, and this is also tangential, but that I think about a lot. That is kind of a bummer, almost with our Detroit teams, is we don't have like everything is pretty much red, white, and blue. Yeah, there's no weird. Like that's the I think, Tigers don't really use their orange. No, they in, don't in, in marketing. And one of the coolest, one of the coolest things I think almost about being some like a Michigan fan is you can wear ridiculous maze. Yeah, you know what I mean and yeah. shit like that. I always think that's really fucking cool. But that's I think that's a pretty good summary of probably the best beers you can have. Yeah, I think we need to find something too to um, kind of the theme of this podcast is really becoming the we need to find some a positive out of winter beer. A what winter beer? Yeah, other than pretty much. I become a whiskey guy in the winter a lot. And That's the transition. And stuff. Yes. But like, I love a good old fashioned, right? And that's normally my go-to during mm-hmm. the winter in this time of year. But like, it's not the same as drinking a beer. No. And the the only, the only positive winter beers I can really think of are related to doing the outdoor things. Yep. Or like if you, I've never been skiing or snowboarding, but I have to imagine having a beer after that mm-hmm. or or whatever if you're going up the lift yep. that's gotta that's gotta be it's gotta be nice. pretty good you know what i mean um kind of moving on from the favorite beers topic i know it's just this at the airport too what is the difference between a 20 ounce beer and a 16 ounce beer the price that's pretty much all i can think of it's but it's what a dollar or two dollars for four ounces you bring you bring up something i'm Never wanted to become this guy, and I think I've started to become this guy. I'm very into whatever my beer is presented to me in. It's, I love – we went to Rathskeller, which is like an old German bar in Detroit, and they served it in a beer stein, and it just tasted better. Yep. I don't know what it was about it. I liked being able to just one-hand it and, and you know, bring it up and drink it. Mm-hmm. It just tasted great. I went to Yard House once. Have you ever been there? Mm-mm. I think it's. I think they're all over the country, um, and they had a Yard of beer. And What's that? It's like this tall. So oh, it's probably shit. about two that feet looks tall, like two feet, yeah. but it's 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 thin throughout the middle, mm-hmm. right? It's like a it's got a big base and a wide mouth. But for some reason, I just think it. I don't know how or why, but I think it mentally it keeps it colder for me. And I just yeah. like being able to grab with one hand and just like looking like an idiot drinking it. I think it tastes <laughs> better. What uh, 
Well, you've, you're a little bit more traveled than I. What was it like when you went to Ireland and, and the beer the beer style there? Slash is like how you drink it there. Uh, you drink a lot of them. You drink a lot of them? Yeah. I mean, I can't really remember too much. A lot of them were in, you know, those mug types. Um, the Guinness just tastes better. Yeah. I, like, I think I've had one or two Guinness since I've been there. And I know everyone says it. It's just different. Really? Like, I don't know if it tastes different or the environment's different or what. But it's just... Uh, I think it's all the contributing factors. Yeah, you're in a different country, yeah. so everything everything tastes better, right? That's another subcategory is just beer from another country. Yeah. And I'm not a big foreign beer guy, right? I like my IPAs, yeah, right. I like my Michigan beers, and Same. I like my my uh, Bud Lights. I'll yeah. go to Miller Lite if that's what everyone else that's is drinking. that's what you got, yeah. yeah. Um, no, I agree with that. And, and there's just something about... Okay, I have no responsibility. I think kind of what I'm what I'm learning as I'm laying all this out is I really like beers when it's really nice out or I have no responsibilities. If there's yeah. any responsibility looming over my head, beer doesn't taste as good. No, it it really doesn't. It And that's why I go back to the 16 20 ounces. Like I don't think if I've ever been offered a 16 or 20, I've ever said 16 unless I'm driving. So you always say 20? Yeah. Why not? What what's four ounces gonna do? <laughs> and then I and I thought about this too. How much when you drink a beer, how many ounces do you think you take per sip? I legitimately don't know. I was trying to think. Like when you drink, okay, so like we could test this out. We should do this one time. Yeah. Like if you have a twelve ounce can and you're just casually having one beer, well, maybe go like two or three. How many sip? I don't think I take twelve sips out of a can. I slow down per beer. I think that first one, you're just, oh man, this tastes great. I'm really into this. The flavor is really good. Then the uh, the drunker you get, or whatever it is, the flavor kind of dips, and then you're just kind of drinking. You know what I mean? Yeah, and it's one of those things too, where I think it depends on how your day's going. Like if if you're by the by the lake on a boat, I think you you know your sips are a little bit bigger. But if you're only having one or two and you're driving, you're counting. Taking your time, yeah. You're taking your time. You got some good food with it. Maybe yeah. kind of enjoy the little flavor combo you got going on. Like when you go, let's say you went out to eat, you and your girlfriend went out to eat and you went to a decent place and you're like, oh, I really want a beer. You're just going to get a burger and a beer. Like I'm probably having two max. Yeah. Yeah, probably two max. Maybe I'd get like, depending on what that place has, you get their, their quality beer mm-hmm. that they recommend. And then that's kind of it. So what I like to do when I travel too is uh, I like to get... Like, whatever their local IPA, like, their most popular IPA is on tap. That's normally yeah, that's, that's cool. normally how I start. Because I, I, I genuinely enjoy IPAs. I figure I'm trying the beer they have there. They all pretty much taste the exact same. Yeah. So it really doesn't make a difference. But then I move on to the Bud Lights. Yeah, that's pretty much my move, too. Like, the, the more the night goes on, you kind of simplify it. You yeah. don't want to drink six two-hearteds. Oh, I, I couldn't do that. But I used to do that. Oh. And then I miraculously... Was like, why did I gain thirty pounds? And then you realize each beer, each two hearted is two hundred fifty calories, and you're like, oh yeah, that's that's fucking why I got so fat. Well, that and you know, I'm I'm getting to that age now where uh, I'm all about going to the place with the cheapest drinks. One hundred percent. Like why I, I love sneakers. Sneakers, uh, Bar Louis, three dollar three dollar Bud Light bottles. You can't beat that. It, um, what's the other place? One in Claus, Renshaw. Oh, Renshaw. When they do dollar beers. I, between 10 and 11 on a Saturday. How line. do you not go there? Yeah. No, I'm a big fan of that. That's why I get the beer buckets. Just fucking sit there and chill. And then you get that 6-1 free most of the time. Yeah. Yeah. No, I agree with you. All That's right. good. Um, do you have anything you wanted to bring up? Um, you brought up something last week two weeks to ago. me. Because we suck and didn't do what, it. Whatever, whatever, whatever it was. Um, 
and this is this is not still sort of sports related, but you brought it up to me. Um, and it, it's, it kind of inspired something I was thinking about. What does it take for you to unfollow someone on a, on a form of social media? Not much these days. Really? Like what, what's been a catalyst so, for you? So, um, I brought this up to you the other week when we were going to do our Super Bowl preview. I unfollowed the NFL on Instagram. What happened? Uh, the amount of posts and flashbacks they posted of Pro Bowl moments and the skills challenge they do in the Pro Bowl. I was like, I don't give a shit. Yeah, I've never found myself any, if I see those, you know, when you see on an, this is Instagram specific, but when it looks like a bunch of little, um, hyphens or whatever yeah. it is, and you see more than seven of them, I'm just mashing the either swipe right or just like go right through it. Yeah. I don't give a fuck. It just, it was just like the pro Bowl. No one cares about, I know you're hyping stuff cause you want people to watch, but people aren't going to watch anyways. If anything, you're taking a diehard football fan and saying, I'm done with you. Yeah. That's 100% to me. And it relates to, um, it, it. when you said this, it kind of inspired a, a couple of other things um, of what makes me unfollow them. And you can kind of tell me how you feel about it. But for me, it's anyone who posts um, gym updates or gym check-ins just mm-hmm. don't fucking care. Yep. Like especially, I, especially when they post it like with a timestamp and then yes. they post it like five hours later. Just getting after it. And they're like really like trying to show like, oh, I went to the gym at 6 a.m., but it's noon. And I've heard people say... Uh, I do it because it's holding myself accountable. And it's, well, you know, you could also just look at those photos every yeah. day and you could just look at it on your own and say, hey, look at the progress I've made. That's great. Yeah. Don't fucking care. The other thing is anytime I see someone's story and the camera is looking up and facing them and they're just talking to Instagram mm-hmm. as if I'm going to give a fuck, out. Don't care. 100%. If you do that more than two days in a row or whatever it is, if it feels like it's two days in a row for me, I'm out. So there's, there's a lot of people, too. I've started doing this a lot uh, with Instagram spe- specifically. I don't really follow or unfollow Twitter. That's just kind of like if I get sick of sure. what they post and stuff. Yeah. And Facebook, I, I don't care. Um, I mute a lot of people's stories. Oh, I mute so many people. So many people. And it's a lot to do with uh, girls that overpost. Yes. Like where it's just like I post in seven, especially on weekends, I'm posting 12 different stories. I don't have time for that. Nor no. do I care. And I don't follow that many people. So normally I just rifle through them. And I'm like, I don't got time for this. No. Um, and then I also mute a lot of like uh, like podcast accounts or like company people, accounts, that sort of stuff. Hopefully people like, mute us one day. That'd be, yeah, the, that'd that's, be the dream. That's the ultimate goal. Is they <laughs> they want to follow us and let it be known where that we're following. I want uh, metrics um, for anyone. I'll create a, uh, an Instagram for this account and then screenshot if you muted our profile i mm-hmm. think that would be ideal yeah it's terrible for analytics or any sort of brand integration yep. but i would actually really enjoy <laughs> well, well that would entitle us you know making a logo and posting our stuff and then creating all a social that media stuff account. Uh, which i should hold myself accountable to well but so should i the the inspiration <laughs> the, the inspiration for it would be if people willingly tell me they would mute it which would also be a positive because that means they've listened this far into the podcast, which I think would be – it's a double win for me. Yeah. I'm going to post it with all – oh, man, what if I just solely ran the account like someone I hated? And it was yeah. just 30 different things. It was me talking to the camera, everything like that. I could never like 
Like, what possesses someone with think, thinking, like, people care about no, what I'm going to say? I have no idea. Which is the ultimate, I mean, we're kind of proving the vanity of that by doing podcasts. But but the thing that I, it's the same person who has, when you look at the, because you can see the amount of tweets they have, and it says something like 326,000. 37,000. And I sit there, like, what? I sit there and I go, I legitimately wonder if I've had 326 thoughts, you know, over the last five years, right. let alone sat there and put it on Twitter. And I know sometimes people will say, oh, it was me replying or going back and forth, but it's still, okay, maybe that takes out a third of it. That still means you had something like Dude, 200. Even half. Ugh, it's fucking, I, I'm so not into that. The only things I ever use for that stuff, if I post stuff on Instagram, it's I thought it was funny or it was stupid. Yeah. That's about it. And it doesn't happen that much. I pretty much only post on Instagram um, an Instagram story if I'm traveling. Yeah, just if I'm somewhere cool. See, I'm into that. Yeah. It's cool because you don't do it that much. Right. So, oh, hey, EJ's in uh, Portland. Yeah, that's that's pretty fucking so, cool. Like that, and then I'll occasionally post a photo if I if I'm with people I'm not normally with and or somewhere different or someone gets married that that sort of stuff like yeah. monumental stuff. Because who cares if I took a good photo of what I went to dinner the other night? No, and that. Oh my God. That's another thing. I don't understand people who are really, really concerned. The other thing I hate too is, um, the, and there's two versions. There's like the guy version of this and the girl version of this for guys. It's always, um, they're at the bar and they post like their whiskey Mm -hmm. or their old fashioned and a cigar kind of with it. Yep. And they're like me at it, which is cool. If you do that every once in a while, then I'm like, Oh fuck. Yeah. Look at that guy. He's like enjoying a nice cigar. If you do it all the fucking time, like, come on, bro. Like, I, th- I think I've done that once. Like, when I lived downtown, I think back to what we were talking about earlier, it was, like, the first nice day. My roommate had the day off. I remember it, We yes. went out, like, a Friday Friday afternoon, and we had a glass of whiskey cigar on a roof overlooking downtown Detroit, and it looks sweet. And I'm I was into like, that. I'm going to post. But, I again, it's a big difference posting a 24-hour story versus an actual post. It's the same. And then, yes. And the, the girl version of it is the boomerang of the cheers. That's yeah. That's – all the fucking time like all the time and i always want to be i want to see the science of it of how many times they had to do it and then realize that they they started the boomerang at i would the wrong say time. you got to take at least the over-unders at one and a half two <laughs> well i'm gonna put it at two it's just sucks because this could just change the way people experience things like we we just talked about all the different beers we like enjoying and never once have i in those moments thought man i should really fucking take an Instagram video of this. I just have good memories of it. Yeah, it's just more like nostalgia and like the good times and good people. And like, I like so when I was down in Florida, so when I was down in Florida, we were in the pool. We went on uh, Sunday, we went at like noon. And we planned on being there until it got dark. It was like 80 degrees. We were in the pool, we packed a cooler. None of us were on our phones. Like we were just hanging out, right? Just standing there. And uh, that's when the Kobe Bryant news broke. Oh yeah. And like we didn't we didn't know for three hours. We didn't know till three o'clock when we were talking to some guy at the pool, God, and, which is like an eternity. Yeah. And no joke, someone we you know we brought the trash can over. Someone had a beer and was like uh, shot it in the trash can and yelled Kobe. Yeah. And we we're talking to this guy on the pool. He goes, Yeah, that's crazy. The news about him. We're like, What are you talking about, dude? He goes, You guys didn't hear? He goes, Oh, it must not be true. It was a TMZ article. And we're like, All right, whatever. And then someone you know, hour later got out of the pool and like all our phones had just blown up. And it was one of those moments where it's like, I didn't think about once being on my phone. Yeah, right. That entire weekend, let alone being in the pool, I wasn't like, oh, I got to go check my phone, check my phone. And it was like one of the biggest, you know, 
news stories of our like generation's yeah. lifetime, yeah. right? That was a superstar tragically died that we grew up probably the first athlete we grew up watching his entire career yeah. and remembered it. Yeah. And but the the you saying that just made me think of I guarantee you there was people out there who took an Instagram little story of them oh. throwing something into a trash can or saying like pour one out for Kobe or something like that. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's the part that I Or it's like just, these people posting it's like, oh Kobe died, I'm gonna post this thing about this. It's like I get that, right? Death affects sure. people differently and I'm not trying to say that they're right or wrong, but it's like how it's many how many of these people yeah, it's self serving and like, oh I feel in tragic story and I feel bad for all the victims. Sure. But like it's self-serving. It's not about you. It's not about you. Yeah. You didn't know him. You didn't, you know, you probably didn't think about it until it happened. So yeah. It's it's always one thing for me to sort of remember the legacy of someone or whatever, but it's another thing to be like, and it's about me. Yeah. You know, if you're Vanessa Bryant, then yeah, for sure. Or if you're a former teammate or Shaq. Worked with or, the team. Or yeah, someone. Worked with him. As, cool. As I actually. And stuff like that. I totally get it. I want to sort of hear about those. Like, I really enjoyed hearing a lot of those stories. But when you hear some of the, or just see some of these other kind of self-serving, we don't know how to experience things anymore. It's the same when you go to a concert. And it's the whole time someone's recording the entire concert. Yeah. On their phone, like they're going to go back and rewatch it. Yeah. And it's going to be worse quality than if you would just plug it in your That's another thing. Your it's, that's another category of, of things I skip past. If you are at a concert and there's more than one post of that concert you're at and you're most people, um, if you're uh, three rows away, then fuck yeah. That's actually yeah. pretty cool. That's a advantage. Or, or you want to just be like, I'm here. Can't wait. Excited to see it showing yes. that off. Totally it's another good. thing when it's I have to press uh, right on the right side of the screen thirty times just to get past your fucking concert experience. Ugh. I'm not into it, especially if I don't give a shit about the concert. That's the other thing. The yeah. only concerts I'd give a shit about, I would make it you a would point go to. to. Be <laughs> yeah. No, I agree. But yeah, those those are kind of just my my Instagram slash social media thoughts mm-hmm. that I've had about different people. Yeah, and I kind of think. Um, I got one more thing. It's kind of just a quick thing I want to hit on. And, yeah. Um, and then we'll go with whatever else you got. Um, goes back to this airport experience. I thought a lot about this stuff when I was at the airport a couple yeah. weeks ago. Um, Chick-fil-A. Okay. Uh, I'm going to call myself a fan. I like it. Solid. I think it's good. I don't understand it. No. And the, I, the weird thing is we, we, we happen to personally work with a couple of people who are from the South and they act like it is the greatest fucking thing ever. Right. And I, I don't get it. So when I was at the, uh, my flight got delayed, I went to the bar, had a beer, um, probably, I think I had two actually. And then I was like, I'm kind of hungry. I'll get the Chick-fil-A was literally right next to the, to the bar. I was like, I'll go get like a thing of nuggets, whatever. I look over the lines, like yeah. 30 people deep. And I'm like, are people getting off the plane to go get it? I think so, honestly. Because it, it's, I, I asked about it and it's this weird, apparently it reminds them of home, which is one thing, especially if you're from the South. Yeah, I kind of I mean, that. of all the, the fast food chains, I guess it is the least kind of dirty feeling. You don't feel like a grimy piece of shit. You don't it. feel, yeah, you don't feel like a trash can after you eat it. Um, but the thing that I don't get is, I, I've been to Somerset Mall in Troy and yeah. there will be, no joke, a line of 70 people deep, and they'll have three workers going through with tablets and taking orders, which is cool, good for them that they're on fucking top of it, but I would never wait that long for a fast food. If you told me, hey, Kyle, you got to wait 20 minutes for Taco Bell, I'd be like, nope. no, I'm going to go home, or I'll go to the market and buy some tortillas. Dude, and fucking- 
or I'll just not eat. Yeah. That's not worth So I, I don't know. That was just one of those experiences where I was like, I get it. So I also try and limit my Chick-fil-A intake. Like to maybe once, maybe twice a year. So you, so like I, I still enjoy it, and I don't think it's fast food. But it's just like, what are people like? I don't know. Chick Fil A has a lot of similarities to In and Out, where it's a regional kind of chain. Yeah, In and Out so good. In and Out is really fun. <laughs> In and Out. And but is it, do we only think that because we only get it? That's every. That's know, my point. I eat it maybe. I've only eaten it twice in my life. So an example is, um, do you remember before Sonic? came to Michigan. Yeah, I do. It was a huge deal. People were like, oh my God, we're going to get Sonic. I've seen those commercials, everything like that. I remember my dad and my sister driving almost to South Line, which is about 40 minutes away from here, yeah. and getting Sonic. I would never fucking go out of my no, way to get I, th- I think I did it when I was in high school once because uh, my best friend growing up, his family lived in Tennessee for a while and they loved Sonic. And I went there and I was like, this isn't that good. No, it's like glorified if you combine McDonald's and a you know Coney Island sort of place and got a shake that's really about it yeah and it's and i do feel like a grimy piece of shit when i eat it yeah that's the thing which i get like if people feel better about eating chick-fil-a cool whatever i don't give a fuck but ultimately i i don't get the uh obsession with it and it's kind of weird to me i i don't get it either i agree with you on that one um what else you got i pretty much that's i'm pretty much it i feel like we covered most of the shit i wanted to talk about yeah i think we covered up everything i wanted to talk about um so I guess we'll call this an end to the third. Yeah, this the third, is the third, the third, but it's gonna be the first the official. First um, hit me up and uh, tell me that you muted our profile, and you can get access maybe to the to the first two. Yeah, um, I think that's probably only, only if you mute our stories. You can mute the story, screenshot it, send it to me, then you get approval. Yep, yeah, then we'll maybe come up with a logo and maybe create an Instagram account. So this is all based on us going the extra step and doing things we should have already we'll done. We'll follow through unpaid until the first giant sponsor comes and then we'll really, do, really blow their socks off with how we deliver. Yep, and uh, stay tuned to those future social media profiles to see when we're recording next because we don't have a set plan and uh, times and dates of recording, so... And you can always hit us up and say, hey, we want to hear you talk about this. I enjoyed this. We can fucking talk about it. I don't yep. give a shit. Give us, give us ideas, even though no one's probably listening at this point or gives a shit. And you're going to slowly hear the audio quality get better and hear less of my dogs in the background, which will be cool. All right. Thanks, boys. All right. Later. That was probably dead on an hour. 54.